Hello. <laughs> Hi. Uh, hello. What's up, guys? How are you? We're here. It's we a beautiful awesome. Sunday. It is. Yes. Yeah. Um, you can't see it because we're not on video today, but I committed an act of terrorism. <laughs> and I set up my Christmas tree before Thanksgiving. Oh, I love it. That's how it should be. Yeah. And your little display right here. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I know. It's like, that's like, for me, that's my thing. I don't know. Dude, I, I grew up in a house where my parents like had them. You remember my yeah. parents' Christmas, Christmas towns. They had tons of them. I love them. <laughs> and then my wife has a whole Halloween town for Halloween. Oh, yes. yeah. yeah. That's best. Yeah. I don't decorate. No, no, no. We just live in a small little duplex. No decorations. Well, I mean, it's not like right. we appreciate it, but yeah. we're like we're not about there. Right yeah, our neighbors do. So like half the duplex is always decorated, and ours isn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not like you're super busy or anything either, right? I know we're always busy, man. <laughs> Working, training, sleep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's a grind. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's well, a good one though. Yeah. Yeah. It's better than like waking up, taking a shit, eating Cheetos and like playing video games and taking another shit and going back to bed. Do like, all that and then do work. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Make it worth it. So I guess uh, if you want to introduce yourself to our listeners, tell them who you are, uh, what you're all about. Yeah. I'm Riley Martinez. Uh, just an MMA fighter. Just got my first pro fight in. Uh, just been training for the last six years and that's basically where I'm at. Just taking it off from there. I feel like it just started over now that I fought pro. And I got a pur- just got a purple belt, so mm-hmm. congratulations! I by feel the way. all like new, noob. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, how long were you fighting in amateur? Uh, two years. Yeah. Two years. Yeah. Well, no, three. About three years, because it was a whole year where I didn't get to fight because COVID and stuff. But mm-hmm. I had lots lined up. But I've been training for about five years, okay. almost six now. Okay. Yeah. That's and is that when you started like jujitsu and everything? Yeah. Then? Well, when I joined the gym, I actually was doing like a women's soup plays class, like a it was like a wrestling workout class kind of deal. And then I started boxing, and then it just all took off from there. And then I had four four fights in my first year of training, so wow. And then it trickled off from there. Wow. Yeah. Well, so what made you want to get right into fighting? I loved it. Yeah. yeah. It was just awesome. Uh, growing up, my cousin. And my well, my uncle owns Vista Boxing, so like my cousin oh. boxed in like the army and stuff like that, and I was just like, "This is cool." And then I found the gym, Combat Fitness. I googled them, and I walked in, and I was like, "Oh, this is awesome!" Mm-hmm. I walked in when they were doing an Ironman, so it was crazy. It was like, <laughs> I had no idea what that Good was. Good first impression. I yeah. know. I'm like, people are just beating each other up. Yeah, yeah that's me. <laughs> and then from there, I was just like, "Oh, I got to do this. It's yeah. awesome." Yeah. And I'm pretty good at it. So. Yeah. So far. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I was having that conversation with somebody one day. We were talking about fighters and stuff because like, I'm a big MMA fan. And the guy I was talking to is like, he's like, people that do that for a living, he's like, do you think there's like something wrong with them? I'm like, some of them, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I do. <laughs> but not everybody. I think some people just have, they find like a passion in fighting mm-hmm. and it doesn't, they don't have to have a fucked up childhood or whatever. Some of them, yeah, I'm sure they do. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people were bullied and got into martial arts and things mm-hmm. like that. But I know a lot of people who are like, you saw him walking down the street. You'd have no idea that they... Actually, as you were walking up today, I told Kevin, I'm like, that girl right there like, is an ass kicker. <laughs> and you, you just look like a normal, everyday person. You know? You're not out there wearing a tap-out shirt. And no. <laughs> yeah. Affliction shirt. Pulling Helga vibes or anything. <laughs> which, which I almost feel bad joke, joking about the tap-out stuff and everything. Because remember that one time, you said something to Cruz about it. And he's like... Well, I was like really good friends with the guys that started that. So he still wears it because one of them passed away and right, all that. Right. So I'm like, oh, I feel like a dick because that's like the go-to joke. I got you. Tap out and affliction yeah. and all that. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Old school. Yeah. It's old school. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what like 
Cruz, the guy I'm talking about, he comes from that old school. That's yeah. when he was a fighter. Was yeah. The, the old school world, but it is like the quintessential, like, you think of a douchebag in MMA, it's like that, yeah. exactly that what you style. Think of. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like a, a cool part of fighting, you know, it's, it's the training, like mm-hmm. the training, seeing progression, just having that goal, right? That the risk reward ratio, getting that reward at the end of it, you know, um, you know, your hormones drive that reward, a dopamine rush, you know, like, like was it George St. Perry's talking about that? It's like, he was obsessed and addicted to the training in the win, but hated the fight. <laughs> You know, like, yeah, but he he loved the training so much in that goal at the end of it. He was willing to go step in the cage and fight people, but mm-hmm. he didn't like to fight. I was like, that's that makes perfect sense. Summing up a lot of people right there is what he said, you know. Yeah, I've yeah. heard I've heard that going back to Cruz. Like, he's told me a million times, like, I never liked fighting. He's like, I was just really good at it. And I'm, to me, it's like, why would you do that if you don't like it? Yeah, but I get it if you're good at something keep doing and it and yeah, yeah. His, his story was he was bullied and mm-hmm. and ended up getting into martial arts and became yeah really good and he fought for what 13 years mm-hmm. something like that but he still he doesn't even watch mma that's cr- oh i love it me I love too watching it. me yeah. too watched like that's that's my favorite sport to watch Wait, who, mm-hmm. i didn't even know there was fights last night it was yeah. it was like a fight night uh was, vegas fight night misha tate yeah oh, what and some other girl yeah, yeah. misha tate was she, fighting she lost it. I think it's her second fight back in the ufc yeah. did she win she lost. No, she lost. Oh, decision. Man, and yeah. Michael, Michael Chiesa. Oh, Chiesa, fought. yeah. He lost oh. too, which. That was he, a good fight. Yeah, yeah. He, he came to our gym not too long ago. Really? Yeah, he's nice. Yeah, he's just up in Spokane. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've reached wow. out to him before too, but I never heard from him. It's like, he'd be a cool guy to get on. Heck yeah. He seems rad. Yeah. <laughs> his his jujitsu is nasty. Oh, yeah. He, but, well, like, going into that fight last night, I was like, how is he going to do this? Dude's so, like, huge and intense, and he did so good. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, another level for him so yeah yeah i were the guys there was another fight earlier on the dude's ear looked like it was about to explode did oh, you see that yeah dude anyone yes yeah. yeah like daniel cormier in the interview like touched his ear because it was like yeah it, it was exploded like, yeah it was big old cauliflower yeah. but it was all just like a balloon flamed. yeah oh man yeah, it's pretty nasty i didn't watch that fight either but i saw that clip afterwards it has become one of my favorite fighters like is Benil Dariush. Dude, I love that. Because all these fights I see of him, just like, he's getting rocked and then just fuck somebody yeah. up. Just like, And then oh, he's the, like the nicest, sweetest guy he's afterwards. He's so sweet. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. There's like multiple fights. Like I found this like video someone made on like YouTube or something. Like three different fights in a row where it's like, oh man, he's not doing good. He's losing. And then he just like puts somebody out. Like, yeah. oh, I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, no, I've, I've really started following that guy recently. He's pretty sweet. Yeah. I, I saw something last night. Because I've been off social media, so it's really hard for me to keep up with what's going on mm-hmm. in any world, MMA or anything. I'm just doing like a test with myself to see if I can stay off social media for a month. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And it's been like, I recommend it. I think people should take like little sabbaticals or whatever off of social media. For sure. Because like mentally, I think it fucks with you. Even if people don't think it does, you're sitting there comparing your life to everybody else's life and mm-hmm. they're showing the best parts of their life. And I think... Even if you don't think it messes with you, it does. Because I've been off now for, what's today, the 21st, 21 days. Oh, that's and awesome. I already feel a difference. The only thing I've done is like when we release a podcast episode, I'll post the picture on there and then I get off. I don't, yeah. look, I don't look at any likes. I don't look at anything. I turned off all the notifications. But anyways, uh, being <laughs> off social media, yeah. it's hard to keep up with stuff. So like I'll go like to like a news feed or something and search stuff, especially after there's fights. Mm-hmm. And apparently there was a fighter last night that said something. I don't know if the guy he fought was Asian mm-hmm. or something like that, but he told him to go back where he comes from. Oh my God. And it's like, 
what the fuck? Where <laughs> you came from? Yeah, <laughs> and I haven't I, I haven't looked into that or anything, but I saw something about. I don't even know who it was, but on a live broadcast saying something like that's that. That's so bad. Like that's you're like especially in a sport where yeah he's trying everybody to pull, he's trying to pull a Colby Covington. And that like, may yeah. be because I mean that made that dude's career being a dipshit. But yeah, like I don't know. That's crazy that you would do that and that could maybe he's trying to like put on some show yeah. but well yeah. honestly anything like there's not a you know if you have the mental capacity just like and this is like a stupid it's not really stupid like amy's been in the military is like you don't talk about basic because it's fucking retarded and it kind of is but the one thing to take out of that is humans going 14 or 16 weeks without music or tv or any internet mm-hmm well, they do now. I think on Sunday, Sundays they get their phones or whatever, which is bullshit. They shouldn't do that. But <laughs> they're getting soft. They're getting <laughs> soft. Um, but to go without all that, because you, for one, as long as you can get past like the emotional part of it when you get there, to show to, like, okay, you can adapt and be there, right? Mm-hmm. Like you learn so much about yourself when you do that. When you deprive yourself, you know, I wouldn't say deprive, you get rid of all that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, the first time you listen to music after you come out, like everyone's like, it's like emotional experience, mm-hmm. you know, like we should all go without that for a while just because it's good for you. Yeah. It's healthy. You know, it should be one of the things we do, but it's so hard because it's addicting. I can't. It's. I got to get in my truck and throw on some crowbar. Like I could <laughs> yeah. fucking, you know, I, like. I couldn't go without music. There's no way. No way. Or no like music. listening to podcasts. That's what I do usually. Yeah. yeah. Which. I'm starting a new job next week. And I'm not going to be able to listen to podcasts like I have been it's the okay. past eight years. What are you doing? What are you doing? So I, I'm a truck driver. Oh, okay. And I've been a truck driver for the past ten years. Mm-hmm. And for like the last eight years, I saw when I drive, it's, I turn on podcasts. Yeah. Even if I'm only in the truck for twenty minutes at a time, that's what I listen to. And I just got a new job. I'm going to be an instructor and teach people how to drive. But cool. I'm not going to be like sitting in trucks all day, which would be nice. All day. Yeah. I'm going to be talking. I'm going to lose my damn voice. <laughs> Because like I, I, my current, well, I guess my old job, yesterday was my last day, I train a lot of people. Yeah. I do a lot of the training and I realize after I train a guy all day, and I'm a, as you can tell, I'm a talker. Like I can, I can talk anybody's ear off forever. <laughs> but after I train, the next day my voice is like hoarse. And oh I'm, yeah. And now my new job I'm going to, I'm probably going to be doing a lot of talking. So it'll be interesting. But yeah, I won't be like in a truck. Yeah. So I'll be not being able to listen to podcasts. And that's how I stay informed on a lot of things is like different podcasts mm-hmm. i listen to so it'll be interesting but i'll yeah. be back i'll be back on social media by <laughs> by next month i don't know it's i think you're right though deprived i guess could be a good word i mean you are taking it out of your life i think it's good for you to do that with some things yeah, yeah. get back to foundations you know improve yourself as a human at a foundational level <clears throat> and then build back up from there mm-hmm. you know that's the whole concept and that's we could do that we could do it every year yeah, yeah. like hey my new year's resolution is to just deprive myself of things i don't need like sugar and you know mm. other bullshit mm. and excess amount of sugar when you're training you need sugar i mean you know yeah. excess amounts of sugar and a whole bag of reese's in your freezer that i just ate last night <laughs> oh <my goodness>. don't <laughs> eat it <laughs> i've been so bad <laughs> you what, what what okay so what's yours <laughs> what's your go-to yeah like oh, bad food but, oh man chips oh i love, I love chips. crunchy chips Ooh. um but sweets like cakes donuts mm-hmm. yeah. like Pretty much anything you could think of. I am a garbage pit. It Same. is disgusting. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Well, uh, when I was, we were talking before the podcast about I haven't done jujitsu in a year and a half. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I didn't realize when I was doing it, I was losing weight. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't think people don't ever realize that as you're losing it. Yeah. And then over this last year and a half, not doing it, I've put all the weight I lost back on, mm-hmm. and I'm like, it's. 
because when I was doing jujitsu, I was still eating kind of shitty, but I was still losing weight and I felt great. Yeah. But eating shitty and not doing physical activity, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, it obviously isn't good for you. Yeah. But I think someone like you who probably trains as much as you do, yeah. you can probably get away with eating. I eat like healthy still, but then I eat a lot of it. Yeah. 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 But then right. I still like on the weekends, I, cause I love beer mm. and just, you know, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how French fast. That's how Kevin is. Like, yeah. he is fairly healthy 90% of the time, but when he does eat bad, he'll eat the whole cake. Mm-hmm. Right. It, and that's not healthy because it's binging. Or the whole I tub know. of ice cream. Right. <laughs> so you're essentially like uh, your healthy performing pancreas, and all of a sudden you just dump a whole cake in your mouth, and then your insulin is just like, oh, fuck, I just released all over the place. And then you're, then you're like crashing, then you're angry, <laughs> then you're inflamed, and your joints hurt. It's like, God, oh, it's totally worth it. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. The mm. whole foods cake was worth it. <laughs> the whole carrot cake that you just ate. Mm-hmm. Sounds amazing. Tub of ice cream. Ooh. I know the holidays are coming, or Thanksgiving's next week. Gotta be careful. Yeah. This is the worst time of year for a fat guy because I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna eat everything. <laughs> uh, just work out more. I mean, you're gonna be yeah. coming over here. That's the thing. Man. I have a gym in my garage. My new you know. job, man. My schedule is oh. gonna allow me to get back into working out again. I'm just gonna stand That's on good. the sled and make you pull me across the neighborhood. That's fine. That sounds awesome. Sounds like fun. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like I was telling you before we started, my work schedule really fucked with my workout schedule. Well, yeah, of course. And uh, some of that's excuses because like I didn't start work till noon, so I could, I could work out in the mornings. Yeah. But then you have the kids going to school and all just yeah. life, right? Mm-hmm. But with this new schedule, like I'm going to be off more days a week than I have been, so I'll be able to actually... Dude, training's the best, something. Yeah, yeah. We'll and even, even going on a walk. Yeah. Like, just moving around is... Mm-hmm. it. I need to do more of it, and I'm excited because I'm... I'm going to be able to get back into jujitsu and get back into coming over here and working out with Kevin. And and I've talked about that on this podcast a lot, how like I've been the fat guy my whole life. Mm-hmm. So the working out and all that was a new thing to me. Like he used to own a CrossFit gym. Okay. And mm-hmm. That was my first experience really exercising. Yeah. Like actually doing it. And, and I did it what, for a couple of years at your gym. Yeah. Was it here? Uh-huh. Yeah. What was it called? It's called CrossFit Rally Point. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. They got... I, Pretty big before you walked away from it. Yeah. Mm. And, I, I, and I pursued the nerd life. I'm almost done with that. So Yeah. He, he's a full-time student <laughs> yeah. now. So. Oh, cool. At it. But uh, yeah, different journey. Mm-hmm. And I still want to train people for fun. Yeah. Not yeah. for money. Just mm-hmm. when you train people for money, you have to you have to pull these people in categories of like who really wants to fucking be here, who's mm-hmm. here for, you know, I don't. I'd do better if I would have done better if I had my own private gym. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't like dealing with the people who are half assing, just yeah. kind of paying. I don't want that. That's mm-hmm. where, that's what Axiom wants. Mm-hmm. When people are committed and want to fucking put in the work, put in the diet, put in the sleep and everything else, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, anyway, but that's besides the point. No, so. yeah, of course. That's well, awesome. You, yeah. uh, but you had like a group of people at your gym that were so loyal to you. Like, yeah. especially the class I would When you have that mindset, you like will. that 10 mm-hmm. o'clock class it's, that we Because it's a genuine mindset. Yeah. You may be an asshole sometimes, but it's in a good way. In fact, me and Cruz are a lot alike in our t- coaching. Yeah. You know, people think Cruz is probably an asshole, but I was like, no, nah, he really gives a shit. Yeah. I love coaches like that, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you know, but, uh, oh, man, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. now I just, like, I'm in a physics program, so I just deal with nerds all day. And I'm, every day, I'm, like, every time I'm in class, I'm like, Man, you're such a waste of talent. You get in good shape, man. Like, <laughs> like all they want to do is play video games and like code on their free time, which I get. I love that too. Yeah. But they're all like so unhealthy. Like, yeah. dude, you're 23. You look like you're like 35 right now. <laughs> like, he's there's. I don't know. Yeah, the world needs them too, though. You know. Absolutely. It's, mm-hmm. It takes all kinds. Yeah. I know. 
but you could be both. Um, yeah. Anyway, so what's your training schedule like? Is it five, six, seven days a week, eight I, days a week? I usually train every single day. Um, yeah, well, they are different classes each day, but I go to I go to work, I'm off work, and then I train from 6 to 9.30 every single night. Wow. And then like Saturday, Sundays is morning time, um, stuff like that. But like Monday, Mondays and Thursdays are like my boxing, fighter class, jujitsu, and then the Monday, Wednesday sparring and like fighter practice. And we do a, a rolly punch, which is my favorite class. It's just you just beat each other up for a whole hour. Oh, it geez. is the best thing in the world. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's the best. Yeah, <laughs> it then, sounds fun. Yeah, Friday's open mat, and then the weekend sparring and open mat, and just uh, I do Sue plays Saturday morning, which mm. I love. I love Sue plays equipment. It's amazing. It's changed my like view of working out because I used to like do weights and stuff like that, and that got boring. And it is fun, but uh, I needed something else. So right. Sue plays bags and stuff like that. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need something more more tactile, more just animalistic in a sense. Yeah. You know, I do better when someone's telling me what to do too. I realize <laughs> that you have to like <laughs> yell at me and I'll do it, but I can't do it on my own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think everybody's that way. Yeah. Like someone like me who works out by themselves and writes their own program and everything else. Mm-hmm. It's like, I have to find a goal yeah. to get me to push hard. And if I don't have that goal, then I'll be lazy. Yeah. And I'll have those days where because because of that I get so pissed off that I push even really hard really hard. It's like mm-hmm. so pissed off that I don't have a fucking goal right now. Like I'm gonna go fuck myself up today. Mm-hmm. Goals you know? are good. They're important. <laughs> yeah. 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 You need that. And honestly the and you're right, lifting weights gets boring. Like I think if you're gonna work out, a lot of the best workouts are just throwing shit, picking mm-hmm. shit up, like heavy balls, mm-hmm. sleds, sledgehammers, just like doing, you know, non conventional barbell lifting. That, yeah. That's cool a couple times a week, but if I can do that fucking shit every day. Well, I think yeah. it, it makes it feel less like a workout when you're doing yeah. that non-conventional thing. It's things. fun. Yeah. Like the sled fun. and like my favorite thing always has been sledgehammer. Mm-hmm. Hitting a tire mm-hmm. with a sledgehammer. Oh, yeah. I don't know why, but I like that. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel yeah. like you're working. And that's the same for me with jujitsu. Mm-hmm. Jiu-jitsu feels like when you're a kid and you're wrestling with your friends. And yeah. I, that's so fun. By the end of the class, I'm fucking wrecked. Oh, yeah. And I got a good workout in. But during it, it's... Yeah. Like that's why things I loved. I actually want to get one again. I loved like during deployment, we always had like a 90 pound punch bag with us and we just like have our gear and we just like pick, not argue. Sorry. Like we're just working out whatever, but we throw over our shoulder and just do sprints back and forth mm-hmm. on our little cop, like oh, yeah. 30 meter sprints back and forth with it, toss it off to the next dude, mm-hmm. you know, like just picking something up and trying to like kill yourself with it. Mm-hmm. You know, like hundred degree heat. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Like there's nothing better. I think that some people need to wake up to that's like working out outside in the middle of the fucking summer and just like embracing that. It's amazing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not being like, oh, no, I work out at 6 a.m. So I don't get the heat, you know, like mm-hmm. shut the fuck up. Like <laughs> get outside when it's hot and do something cool. You I'd know? rather be in the heat than early. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> or when it's freezing cold in the morning. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. You're like, oh, I hate that. Because you go out to like oh, try to like run around here in the morning sometimes. And my nipples just hurt so bad. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> It's always my ears. Some band-aids. Oh, it's things. definitely my nipples. <laughs> you should just wear a bra. <laughs> I should. A man bra. Well, that's something I, I learned to like from jujitsu was the heat. Because mm-hmm. at the gym that I go to, he it's kind of like, I guess, old school, like high school wrestling style. But he would crank the heat up in there. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it'd be 90 degrees in there by the time we're done. I remember the first like month I threw up after every class because I was just like exhausted. But... Then going from that to try and do it without the heat, it's I, I would prefer the heat. Like you're oh, more yeah. more limber, I guess, and more loose. Absolutely in the heat. Yeah, 
Which is why he told me, he's like, that's why I do it. You're less likely to get hurt if your body is hot when you're working yeah. out, which makes sense. Yeah. And it, it's just not really fun to train in the cold. Mm-mm. Like we used to do PT, you know, in Fairbanks, Alaska. Like, <laughs> oh God. We do like 600 meter sprints or it's not, essentially not sprints, but just run as fast as you can for 600 meters without even like really warming up properly. It'd be like negative 10, negative 20. Like, cause you can train outside. I think there the standard is. Once it's beyond negative twenty two, is when you got to go train inside. So if it's negative twenty, like we're still going out there and running, and like your eyelashes freeze, like everything's just fucking cold, and miserable, everything hurts. Oh my gosh, no! Like I'd rather go train in the heat, man. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. me just too. Sweat, absolutely. Drink water. Make sure you have some electrolytes so that you're not gonna gonna die. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just go get after it. We have heaters at the gym, but it's hard to. I'll turn them on like when I come in in the morning on the weekend, but. Because there's so many people, everyone cries about it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they're normally not oh, on. Nice cry. So it sucks because it, get, it gets cold. Like you definitely feel it. So if you're sweaty, I just like to get changed real quick. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. people, some people don't like it hot. Oh, no. They'll yeah. freak out. Yeah. Freak, I can't breathe. What? And stuff like that. Yeah. It's so hot in here. Yeah. I, just, I don't do, know. Just deal tra- with it. Just train for that. Like, don't okay, be a t- pussy. today for an hour, we're just going to have people come sit on your fucking chest while it's hot. Yeah. Get comfortable with like being comfortable. Mm-hmm. Now, Jesus. I have a question. So yeah. being like you guys have fighters at your gym and then I'm sure you have everyday normal people who come in. Do you guys all train together? Yeah, we do. We all train together. And then we fighter classes at the end of the night. So if you were a fighter, you should be coming to that. And, mm-hmm. but also new people can come to that once they get cap in all yeah. their classes, they're allowed to come to that class. So it's nice, but you, you train with, which I like cause you train with like all different types of people. There's good people and then the people learning. So you're still like getting your work in and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's been kind of weird lately. Everyone's been a little bit more lazy. I feel like yeah. and not coming and training, but that's okay. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. I'm just one of the, I like to train all the time. Mm-hmm. And some people just like to do that class when they have like a fight, you know, oh. they like to chill until it's time to go. And then they're mm-hmm. in it. Was there like a big difference in your schedule when you went from being an amateur to a pro, did you like up your game at all or were you already working your ass off? I already worked my ass off. Yeah. I don't miss classes. I train all the time. I train hard when I know I'm fighting and stuff like that. I, you know, I grind. I just, you push harder, you stay longer. You just, it's that mental thing, you know, because mm-hmm. when I'm not in fight camp, I can go at my own pace. I can be chill. I don't have to like die. Right. And then also I was training with Daniel. He was started doing boxing classes with me or privates or whatever. And that helped a lot. Just like physically, mentally, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, and then when I'm in fight camp, I do lots of privates. So I guess I do up my game and I run, but training is still the same. When, when you are fighting, are you more comfortable stand up or on the ground or both? Both. I love it all. That's yeah, good. it's I guess hard that's, now, yeah. Nowadays, that's what you have to be yeah. I think, to be successful. It's rare that you see like the the like one martial art mm-hmm. that like takes over. I mean, grappler. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. Like I still, I think even in like say the UFC, wrestling wins mm-hmm. almost always. Yes. Like wrestlers, they control where that fight's happening mm-hmm. typically. And for some reason, most wrestlers are really good boxers now. Mm-hmm. Like you look at that fight with Kamaru Usman and Colby mm-hmm. Covington. Those guys are both wrestlers. It went to the ground, what, twice? Right. It's crazy. Yeah. And I, I always, it blows my mind because maybe because I'm not a fighter and I, I don't understand it as well as I think I do, but someone who is so good at wrestling, I don't get why they stay standing. Yeah. Like to me, it's like, if that's what you're good at, take them down and 
And I know some people think like ground games boring, and I think those people are just right. uneducated on fighting. Absolutely. But but that's what we used to see with Tim <clears throat> Kennedy, and he would just be like, because I like to fucking brawl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he was like, <laughs> he would get beat by guys if he had taken them down, he would just fuck them up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it was just kind of an interesting mindset. Like, yeah. Oh, I like to brawl. Fuck well, it. then like, yeah. then you have Khabib, who he does his thing. He's yeah. always <laughs> done his thing. He takes you down and smothers you on the ground. It's amazing. Uh, always. Yeah. Yeah. And now they get what's that the new guy that they're calling like Khabib 2.0 Cosmot. Is that the guy with no chin? Oh, he has no the. Chin. He has the. There was the, a picture of him without his beard, and he had, his like chin goes like right to his like Adam's apple. Oh, probably <laughs> his mouth. But that guy is like I think he might be the next big thing. Really? Oh, he's he's killing everybody they put in front of him, and he's like calling out people. He's ready for another fight already. Wow. He knows who he wants to fight. <laughs> yeah, he's good, and he, him and Khabib have been like best friends, I guess, since they were kids. Okay. I think I know exactly. I know who you're talking about. <clears throat> I think it's. Yeah, I, mean, I don't yeah. know if it's a guy. I'm just guessing. I've never seen it's like Cosmot or Kamzat yeah. Chimiyev or I don't. I don't he know just fought. Yeah. Like okay, yeah. And he. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember who he fought, but he destroyed him. Mm-hmm. And oh, he fought Dan Hooker, I think. Anyways, yeah, but I think people that think the ground game's boring or just uneducated on it. Because even before I started doing jujitsu, I've always been a fan of jujitsu. Mm-hmm. I like to watch it. It's like watching like art. I don't know. It's oh yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yes. It's I I love it. And then when I got into it and actually started understanding it way more, I loved it even more. Like right. what's happening? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And now like. I've always been like, watch UFC. When they go to the ground, I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Because I, I like the in, in, intricacy, <laughs> intricacies. Sorry, I just had a stroke. Of, uh, I love the intimacy. Yeah, I love the intimacy <laughs> of the two sweaty dudes holding each other. No, but I, I like watching like people that are really good at what they do, do it. And when there's two really good grapplers, like nothing better than watching them do what they do. Yeah. It's, it's hard a, to pick like one just because our gym we're so well-rounded with all of them yeah like everything we do it all together we put it all together <clears throat> stuff like that right yeah yeah I, I you guys guess. don't do any cropping we are or anything no <laughs> no <laughs> definitely <laughs> not knife fighting no you guys, what about uh what about uh oh fuck steven seagal <laughs> he does steven seagal does uh, damn it i know what it's called and i'm, I'm blanking on it um, I mean, it yeah. was it was like a real martial art, but it had its place. At yeah, until you watch a dude just like I love, those, I love those. I love those Aikido. It's Aikido. Aikido. Yeah, yeah. and just those expos of like him just like come here and like he's just falling over, just like. <laughs> well, and from what I from what I've heard and read, like when he was a young man and he was doing like competition, he was a he was good at Aikido it, with just Aikido. Yeah, but if that guy got in a fight with anybody that knew how to do anything other than Aikido, they would break his face. He's done. Yeah. 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 He's a joke. I, I know. I, I was. I was Steven so. Fa- I was so offended. Like in that movie, what was it called? Uh, the sniper, sniper. The one did. where he's like old and fat and being a sniper. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> like I'm old and fat, but at least I know what I'm doing as a sniper still. Yeah. So, and he was like doing that fucking shoulder exchange with his M4, like, <sighs> like, <laughs> whoa, dude, fucking get out of here! Like, I couldn't get over that. I was laughing my ass off. Um, and I'd love to Andy Stump posted something on that. I was like, yes, he did. I, you haven't been on social media. I haven't. Yeah. But Andy Stump posted something on that scene because I'm always bringing that up. I was like, yes, thank God. <laughs> like, clown this fucking idiot. Well, like, you had especially like in the '80s and '90s those martial arts movie stars, and some of them were legit guys, but Steven Seagal. The only no. the most legit one would have been uh, um, um, Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. Actually, he would. Chuck Norris, like, legitimately competed in karate and jujitsu. Yeah, yeah. 
So Chuck Norris is legit, man. Even though people make a joke out of Chuck Norris, like Walker, Texas Ranger. I used to watch it all the time. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I love Chuck Norris. I didn't Norris. have cable, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, channel one through 12. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, Chuck Norris, from what I understand, was legit. And what's that dude? He's a black guy. Michael. Oh, Mike, Michael, Michael J. White. Michael J. White. Yeah. yeah, apparently he's a legitimate martial artist. Yeah. Oh, shit. But he was at, there was oh. actually a video recently. He was at some like a high profile MMA guy's gym and he's helping him train. I was like, what the fuck? Really? Yeah. They're, I think cause, uh, cause he's really proficient in a type of like karate or something well, like that. I think he was kicks. like, yeah, kickboxer. Kind yeah. Of, kickboxing. Some yeah, kind of karate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, but uh, yeah, but Steven Seagal, man, that guy. That's funny. Speaking of almost <laughs> legit people, like Keanu Reeves, I just saw an ad last night of him, like in, in a new uh, matrix. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen that too. Yeah. But he, it's funny cause he looks just like he doesn't John Wick. He has his long hair. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he's just, he's like the same actor in every movie. He's like, fuck it. Like, this is my thing now. I, I don't think, like, I love Keanu Reeves. I don't think he's a good actor. But if they put him in the right movie, it works. Yeah. Like John Wick. I Speed. I love John Speed. Wick. I haven't That's seen Speed movie. since I was like yeah. 10. But Sandra Bullock was, yeah, him is, it was just good. It yeah. was a good chemistry. Good but like, I wouldn't say he's a great actor. But I think no. if he's in the right role like John Wick, I love John Wick. Yeah. And you can tell he did some legitimate training. Oh, yeah. For that movie. Learned how to do it. Yeah. I was at a jujitsu tournament one time and I saw Wiz Khalifa there. It was just <laughs> so funny. I was like, you do jujitsu. Well, I, doesn't, he, doesn't he train? Yeah, like, he trains all the time. He does like so Muay Thai. And, yeah, no, I thought it was cool. Yeah. That was like the coolest thing doing an IBJJF tournament, but was, was watching all like the black belts and stuff. It was insane. That's a different, like I was telling you about my first mm-hmm. jujitsu tournament I went to. That was the first time I ever saw like high level, multiple black belts rolling. And I'm like, whoa, this is a different thing. Yeah. It's way different than like me and some other guy that's been there for a month. You know what I mean? No, I got yeah. you. Yeah. No, I did. I did like six IBJJF tournaments, um, but my very first one was Worlds, and I went. I won that one, but then the next one I did, I went against this girl. She was amazing, and she just threw me around in like twelve seconds. I was just just done. Mm. <laughs> they, they, it's a whole other world in that. You know, you got to train all the time. 24 7 and it has to be just jujitsu mm-hmm. i feel like to win against those people yeah but yeah because so, you're perfecting uh, essentially all the nuances and all the small everything in between that you miss up one you know if you're six moves ahead but they're seven it's mm-hmm. like the one little thing yeah. it's like well a prime example is <clears throat> right now what's going on in boxing you have guys that have been boxers their whole life versus mma guys those boxers are going to win every time because they only concentrate on boxing mm-hmm. even like when conor mcgregor fought floyd conor mcgregor is a pretty good stand-up mma fighter he was he's just, he's kind of fading a little i think but when he fought someone like floyd mayweather who's been a boxer his whole life he looks silly mm-hmm. and i think that's because like you were saying you got to concentrate on that one thing yeah yeah mm-hmm. so before you started you were saying you're a sore loser yes have you, have you always been that way oh yeah definitely even, even before Girl. you got into fighting and everything for sure yeah i did sports all I did all kinds of sports, track, you know, volleyball, basketball, whatever, part of football, whatever you can think of, tennis. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely doing this sport has made it easier, but I just, I don't know how to explain it. I just don't like to lose. That's about it. But when I'm in the gym and I'm training, that's way different. My mindset's different. Mm-hmm. I don't care if I lose or, you know, it's not about that. Mm-hmm. But I definitely, if it's like tournament style, I want to win. And that's what I'm there to do. Yeah. Of course, learning is a lesson. I get that. But just, yeah. I just want to. I think I wanted to murder. Yeah. <laughs> I think sometimes like to be great in a sport, it kind of takes that mentality. Yeah. Like you look at Michael Jordan, people always said he was a sore loser or Tom Brady is a sore loser. 
I think those people who accept nothing but winning become winners. Yeah. Not not all of yeah. them, not yeah. all of them, yeah. but those guys, those greats like Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant. Um, from what I've heard, they were all sore losers. You have to be obsessive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like my my son, he's thirteen. He's one of the sorest losers I've ever seen. I always say, like, I hope that's going to be good for him as he gets older. Mm-hmm. Because he wants to be successful. And yeah. He puts everything he has to it. And when he loses, he gets pissed. Yeah. I definitely keep that emotion to myself, mm-hmm. of course. I'm not, mm-hmm. like, a, I'm not going to, like, cry or, you know, like freak out. But yeah. I definitely, mentally, I get pretty, pretty rough. Mm-hmm. You know, it's definitely a mental sport. It's not all physical. Yeah. 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 That's the big part of it. But, like I said, I think to be great like you can't you can't accept being a loser if you want to be great yeah even like my not my last fight but before that i lost and that was like one of my best fights ever like we just fucking beat the shit out of each other for Mm -hmm. 15 minutes but i felt like i still performed super well she was just freaking huge (laughs) yeah she was super cool she's like a professional wrestler stripper woman (laughs) she's a big girl like when when she uh the next day after she weighed in and i saw her i was like she's like 185 pounds that didn't really bug me she's just really good at like being a bully like you know just like in your face the whole time which i think is good so what what weight class i guess is the only time it's ever acceptable to ask a woman what she weighs what what weight class do you fight in i fight at 145 but i'm definitely bigger so i'm usually like 170 75 is what i walk at so I cut a lot of weight when I'm in fight camp. So, does the weight cutting thing does that affect performance? You think? No, I don't think so at all. You don't think I so? feel amazing when I'm when I cut weight, and really? then every time I've learned how to like eat after and just like really do like put it back on, but in like a right way, not like mm-hmm. kill your tummy and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But no, it doesn't bug me at all. I think what it affects mostly for me is like what I look like because I look freaking good when. I'm teeny and skinny and starving <laughs> and I look ripped and hot. But then when you get back to your normal size, you're like, Come here. <laughs> but I, there's no way I could be 145 all the time. Like you, I, I still eat really healthy. I eat a lot, but when I'm getting down to like that last two weeks, it's very minimal food. And I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think food's important. Yeah. Like it's in, not something you could maintain. No way. Absolutely not. Ever, you know, and, uh, and, every, yeah. and we, uh, you know, and that's, that's what's been cool about the last like 10 years, I think for women, it's like, and you know, it's about, you know, change the way you see things and the things you see change. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, wait, I don't have to be fucking blonde and 120 yeah. pounds. Like, yeah. everybody's beautiful in their own way, mm-hmm. you know. It's gone a little too far now. I, I don't know if I should say it. It's like, okay, but now we should really address being healthy, though. Yeah. Because we don't, we're all beautiful in our own way, but we want to be healthy for longevity for our kids. Mm-hmm. You know, there is a fine line there of, like, justifying bad behavior, you know. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, but I think it's really cool that women are, a lot of women are like, no, like, fuck it, I'm hot, fuck you, you know? Yeah, dude. Like, I love food. Yeah. I love eating food and yeah, drinking like, delicious yeah. beer. Like, why don't you shave your legs and grow yeah. a bigger dick, dude? Like, yeah. like <laughs> I don't know. Fucking. But, uh, yeah, no, that's, no that's, that's cool, though. Like, yeah. yeah but that, would not be, that would not be fucking sustainable, dropping 30 right. pounds and just holding it. Like, yeah. I just hold this for the rest of my life, mm-hmm. you know? We've talked about going to 35. It just kind of depends on Ooh. where I'm at because fighting fights at 45 has actually been really hard. But now that I'm pro, I don't know if there's more out there, you know, that I got to look into. But there's more 35ers, so we'll just kind of see what happens. Because at 45, I fought, like, we've all fought each other, basically. Okay. You know what I mean? But I've had a couple girls reach out to me recently after my last fight that were really good that wanted to fight me but just wasn't ready yet 
I'm not, I want to learn, especially after a loss before I fight again. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then I got this fight and it worked out great. And yeah, I won. Won your first mm-hmm. pro fight. Yeah. Choked yeah. her out. Choked that biatch out. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited because I, she's technically a higher ranking in jujitsu than me mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But that doesn't mean anything because fucking gyms throw belts out at people yeah. all around this valley, wherever around the world. So, and then when I choked her out, it was just amazing. Was yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah somebody exactly. who, who's supposed to be better at you in that yeah and you you used what they're supposed to be good at against them i didn't think i was gonna get a submission so quick i was so excited to elbow her in the face and then when she was getting up i was like oh, i'm just gonna choke you i guess we're gonna we're gonna finish this. i guess it's over yeah. already yeah, let's do this yeah no i it's i think it's really cool to watch like what's happened with women's mma over the past 10 years yeah because i remember i remember back when like dana white was saying women will never fight in the ufc and now they have some big fucking stars who could probably kick most men's asses oh, yeah. in the ufc like you look at amanda nunez or valentina shevchenko there's professional fighter men that they would kill oh yeah they're so good and, and i think it's cool to see that women are just as capable mm-hmm. to do the same thing these men are doing in there for sure and and you know, I mean, you know, there's women fighters that are really girly girls, and then it's they crazy. They get in there and they kick ass. Yeah, dude. And well, I only train with mo- like we only have a couple girls in the gym that actually do MMA. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's getting a little bit better, and we just started doing like women's sparring and stuff like that. But mostly, I'm just training with dudes anyway. So yeah. when I feel like I fight a woman, it's just a little bit different in your mind. Yeah, you're like, I can do this. Mm-hmm. This isn't some 300 pound dude. That's freaking huge. And you're used to getting hit in the face by dudes, dude, and- all the time. I had. Do you get to train with? I mean, I train with lots of women, but Vida Ortega is like my main mm-hmm. women training partner, and I'm, I appreciate her a lot. She's because she knows like that what it needs to be like in the cage, you know. Mm-hmm. And she'll she doesn't hold back anything, which I appreciate. Yeah. Sometimes the guys are scary, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. You, is there any pro fighters, men pro fighter out of SPG Idaho? Oh yeah, there's a lot of them. Yeah, I mean, I mean, not like you mean like super famous or just dudes? just like guys yeah. yeah pro pro guys i mean steven's pro ben i mean kyle frost okay i mean we have lots of pros okay. yeah. yeah yeah i just wondered because i i think most people know like vita ortega because she fights for bellator and all that but yeah like the well-known males i don't think that there's any that are like way up there but mm-hmm. definitely Vita's like the main one yeah, yeah for sure hmm. yeah i was just wondering because that gym is so big you guys have we so have many, so many of them <laughs> dude we have so many fighters and a lot of new people like we had just had two Dudes, their very first fight, and they both won. It was awesome. That's cool. Yeah, I was excited for him. Yeah, I saw Paul was posting about that. I'm That's just cool. so happy for him. Yeah, yeah, like all these dudes are just like, all right, let's do it. And then they're getting fights because there's lots of little organizations yeah. that are just like, hey, we need people. And our gym's great. We have a van so you can travel, and they kind of help pay for that That's stuff cool. and That's things cool. like that, which I think is awesome because that shit's expensive. Well, yeah, like, it is. I think yeah. like things like a big gym like that and a small gym, they all have their place. Like Like yeah. the gym that that I go to when I first started there, they were so tiny, mm-hmm. but it was really cool because mm-hmm. you get so much attention when, yeah. you, when you're that small. Yeah. They're growing now and they just continue to grow, which is awesome for them. Mm-hmm. But the, I think the small gym mentality is cool too. For sure. Like, yeah, you get way more attention. From, yeah. Like I remember my first jujitsu class, it was just me and the owner of the gym. And that was like it. So it was, it was a one-on-one and it was like that for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So I got, to learn directly from him with no distractions. That was really cool. cool. And if it was like a huge gym, that might not happen. Yeah. You know, um, to get like a high level guy like that to train me for no extra cost, you know, that was kind of cool. That's awesome. But it also sucked because 
I couldn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're just getting beat up for a whole hour yeah. or whatever. Well, yeah. I remember the very first class, like, <clears throat> I, I went in there being a fan of jujitsu. I kind of understood it a little bit, but not at all. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that until I actually did it. And I'm like a big guy, and I'm thinking, oh, I could probably, I could probably like, hold my own a little bit. No, not at all. Not at all. And then next thing I know, I'm throwing up in the parking lot. <laughs> oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah. I, I loved it. I just love training in that with the Hedron stuff. That's what we did at Bora. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I, I wrestled two, I wrestled the 189 and heavyweight. Yeah. I loved it. I was, I was, uh, was I telling Noah? I think it was Noah. Like, I loved wrestling heavyweight because I was way smaller than those guys, but I would always just crush You're faster. Because oh, it was faster. Awesome. And, I think, and I told him, like, I think a lot of it was mental because it was happened in football too. I was, I was a nose tackle and I wasn't, like that big mm-hmm. it's like when people are bigger than you you mentally are like i want to crush them more yeah. than if they're your own your own size they give this extra umph mm-hmm. under you you know mm-hmm. and i always thought that was super i don't know super fun i can't do that in jiu-jitsu though because you just have small people just you know that choke are, your legs off of you but they're yeah, they like your fucking up. feet off yeah. on, your, on your back before you know it <laughs> yeah dude those small people are amazing yeah they're yeah. like little hedgehogs yeah they're, they're like they're like all over you and like yeah. get off of me You're yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, I learned being the big guy means nothing. Nothing, yeah. yeah. Which I love about the sport. It yes. doesn't matter what size you are. Yeah. Well, and like the way Cruz explained it to me, he's like, he's like, size doesn't matter until it matters. Mm-hmm. He's like, once that big guy gets the technique and then learns, he's like, then the big guy wins again. Mm-hmm. Right. That's just how it goes. Then your strength comes into play. Yeah. But before that, like I've been choked out by... Many small people and women, mm-hmm. way smaller than me. You're like, mm-hmm. what, what is this magic? <sighs> yeah. And had my arm, you know, bent the wrong direction many times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's, I don't know. It's, You've it's, also been farted on a lot. I have been farted me. on a lot by you. Yeah. Well, you know, you it's fart funny. on him when you roll? That, uh, or just fart when on him just, like, puts his, When he just puts his weight on. Oh, I, I fold him in half <laughs> and it's bad. No, you know, it's funny because uh. we were, <laughs> we were going to the same, same place and like Kevin's a very physically fit, strong dude. Mm-hmm. And... Me and him, we have kind of the same mentality mm-hmm. where, like, I'm the type in jujitsu or even in real life, like, I'm not going to be the aggressor. Yeah. I want to react off of what the person does, and that's just, I don't know, that's how I am. Mm-hmm. Kevin's the same. So we would sit there, and we're, we're live rolling, but we're neither of us are going because we want to react off the other person. I got you. It, it's kind of funny. Yeah, because what, what, what ended up happening is, like, nine times out of ten... I'll softly go in like, yeah. here's what I'm going to do. <laughs> and then he just puts some pressure on me and then I turn it off. Yeah, like, then, then we're both it's reacting like, hey, off each other. like, hey, just grab my head, man. Like, yeah, yeah whatever. I, I, I like you. to react off of the person. Yeah. See what they're going to do. And sometimes that sucks because yeah. they're faster or better and it's like, oh shit, well, what they're going to do is end up on top of me and I'm fucked. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. okay though. But, but I think that's just like, we learned that growing up. Like, because like the crowd we were around sometimes, like we got into fights. Same thing when I was in the army. I got in like fights at the bars. Never once I instigate, I but I always reacted off of somebody else applying aggression. But we mm-hmm. did that as kids. We were nice people, mm-hmm. and when for kids, we, their fights we got in like high school were the same thing. Like some asshole would push on a fight, and we'd react and like fuck him up. Yeah, take his shoes, you know, <laughs> take <laughs> his throw, shoes, throw him on a power line. So it's like, but I get that that can also be a bad thing because it's like when you when you're clearing a fucking room in yeah. Iraq or Afghanistan, if you're not ready to go in there and kill someone in the face then you're going to die. Mm-hmm. Like, so you have to be able to turn it on and be the aggressor as yeah. well. But, mm-hmm. uh, but I do feel like there's really good pluses about not being that person all the time. Yeah. Cause it's just like, you, you know, people like that all the time. They're very confrontational everywhere they go. Mm-hmm. Like you had the cheesecake factory and they just want to like start some shit. Be a Karen. I'm just trying to get some cheesecake. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then like, I've never, 
done any striking. I, so mine's all been grappling stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's the other thing. I'm sure in, I, I, I honestly don't know it's striking, but I don't know if it's good to be the one to wait for the person to do something. I think it's definitely better to be the person that waits. I'm the aggressor, yeah. though. Yeah. I'm always the aggressor. <laughs> I don't like to wait, but uh, I'll learn. You yeah. know, that's what it is. But like Noah, he is very patient. And mm. He waits until it's like the right moment. He's very good. I think Noah's one of our really good fighters. So, mm. yeah, he's been a good teammate to me. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he, he seemed like a pretty nice dude. Yeah, he's a beast. He beats yeah. the shit out of me all the time. He's yeah. like one, he's one of my main training, like one of the dudes that goes in the cage when I'm mm. in camp. So okay, so he helps me like all the time. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've never done any striking at all. You should try. I've, I've done like a fitness kickboxing class. Try it. Oh, women's kickboxing. No, I'm just kidding. It was it was uh, gender. <laughs> not, oh, non-neutral. Okay. Gender neutral. No, okay. but no, I, I've I've done like two of those. Cool. And men kick my ass those classes i'm sure are amazing because you're doing the whole bag the whole time Mm -hmm. or whatever Mm -hmm. so we do that some they we just started doing a bag class but like boxing's like 20 minutes bag and then you go on the mat and learn Mm -hmm. whatever hold pads well it's i don't know like sophie i was talking about earlier she's probably listening to this i would imagine so hi sophie but she coaches most of the fitness kickboxing classes there at the pit okay she's She'll kick everybody's ass, that's for sure. Because you're not just hitting the bag. Like, you're doing burpees and you're doing... Oh, yeah. You know, I don't know what they call it, where you fall on your back and get back up. Up-downs, I Up-downs. I don't know. Down-up. But then, like, right now, my 13-year-old son is in those classes with adults. And watching him, like, he hangs. Oh, he yeah. Hangs. Well, and then I just found out the program we pay for includes no-gi jiu-jitsu, and I didn't know that. Oh. And I was like, dude, do you want to get... Because he used to do jiu-jitsu. He did it for a couple years, and then he hasn't done it mm-hmm. in two years. And I was like, well, do you want to get back into jujitsu? Because you can get back into no gi with what we're paying for already. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know. I'm like, what if I go back? Like, would you do them with me? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I think I would. I'm like, you're going to be with adults. And I told you he's a sore loser. Yeah. I'm like, you're probably going to get beat a lot. Like, you got to be okay with that. And he's like, I, th- I think I can do it. And he's gotten better as he gets a little older about losing. But he's he's so rough on himself when he loses. Yeah. I would say that's how I am. Yeah. Kind of rough. We have so yeah. many kids that have been doing the adult classes. I love it. It's fun to train with them. Yeah. Yeah. I have to be very gentle. Yeah. And we had yeah. some coming to jujitsu when I uh-huh. was doing it that are like, cause I think like 13, 14 is about the age they start kind of putting them in cause <laughs> they're just getting too big to be with the other kids. Yeah. And yeah, you have to be a lot more gentle with the kids. Oh, and, and they mess you up. Like, uh, in my Iron Man, I had like, there was like seven kids, young kids in it. I was just like, every time they went, I was like, gosh, shit. Uh, we're going to move this whole time. I have to be gentle. Fuck. Yeah. They have a different mentality. My daughter, they is, do. My daughter is eight. Well, she just and, started jujitsu. Yeah. And she just smiles the entire time. Aww. But she's also the one that, because she goes every day and mm-hmm. she's smart, you know, and girls like, okay, what's his position? What's this? And she always knows it. She always raises her hand, you know. Except the other day, he was like, hey, we're going to fall. You know, the whole slap the ground thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First thing you do, and she raises her hand. She got nervous. And she was like, you bite your tongue. And he's like, <laughs> he started laughing at her. And she like got so sad. She was like, I'm not laughing at you, Vivian. I think he's Brazilian Vivian. or something. Vivian, I'm not laughing at you. But, like, but no. That like, sounded French. It sounded like Jean-Claude. <laughs> Damn. He's, he's Belgian, bro. <laughs> Is he really? Yeah, he's Belgian. Oh, I thought he was God, French. you should know your facts about JCVD. Yeah, I'm son. sorry. Um, but no, it's like, it's funny because she's so like, she's so happy all the time and she loves the drills and practicing and she still doesn't get the, she didn't get the concept that this is about like self-defense and aggression. Yeah. It's like an older girl had to work with her and accidentally push her a little hard and hit her head and she was like, cry a little bit and I was like, that's the real world of it. This is real. You know, when they tell you to hit the ground on the way down, that's for a reason. Yeah. Like, you need to like 
get real about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, I, like I'm so happy that she's having fun. She's smiling the whole time, but it's also, she needs to know, like understand like the real world isn't this nice, Yeah, mm-hmm. you know? And so I'm sorry, but some of this has to be, you have to be focused mm-hmm. a lot of this, you know? Yeah. So I think it's a good learning experience for the kids as long as you're not like a helicopter parent, you know, and you're not like, Oh, they can't, I don't want them to ever oh, get no. hurt. You know, like, well, that, nah, that's hard. They don't that's last. hard though, too. It's, it's hard. That's hard to like let your kids struggle. And we talked about that on here a thousand times. Yeah, yeah. But you have to let your kids struggle sometimes, mm-hmm. as hard as that can be. Like, I think being raised like I was raised, or like you were raised, and I don't, I don't know about you, but we had it pretty fucking hard a lot of our life. And it's like I don't want my kids to have all that struggle, but they have to. Yeah. I think to a little bit. Struggle's good for people. So it made us good mm-hmm. people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I mean, it doesn't mean you have to. Your kids have to go without things, but. No introducing a little bit of struggle and i think martial arts is a prime example of that it's like a controlled struggle yeah. for kids or people in general yeah to have it's i think it's good yeah but did you did you grow up here yeah born and raised me too yeah. both of us are Eagle. too you glad ho it's very rare nowadays oh, yeah to be meet people that are from here yeah when did you graduate <clears throat> 2010 10 a couple years oh, behind nine. us oh, nine, nice. 10 yeah okay yeah i don't even know yeah we yeah. were buddies with the sro eagle so yeah, we, yeah, still we, he's not he's not no. there anymore yeah i know that guy i saw him not too long ago he was at the he was having a cigar at this cocktail lounge in meridian oh really it's called the vault mm. oh interesting yeah they sponsor me yeah mm. oh that's cool because i remembered him and I, I called him out i was like did you used to be the sro and he just looked at me i was like yeah, I know you. He used to <laughs> yell at me all the time. Really? <laughs> he doesn't remember me, but that's okay. That's funny. <laughs> he, he was the co-owner of the gym with Kevin. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool, yeah. Yeah. You should check out the vault sometime if you guys like cigars, Where, by the way. Where's it at? It's over in Meridian. Um, I think I'm off Meridian Road, just not too oh. far from here. Yeah, they, they're they amazing. They sponsor me, um, mm. but uh, they have good, good cocktails, yummy cigars, and just chill like area. It's I will have to check that out. Yeah. You should. That's something like I, I enjoy a cigar, but I never like go looking to have a cigar. Yeah, and you get to sit and you have their co- the girl, she, that, she's like amazing. She's the best cocktail waitress I've ever had in my life. Like they're just so good. I like a good cocktail. She's, her name is Sarah. Like she did like a comp, she's going to do like a competition or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't really know, but yeah. I'll check it out. Good oh, environment. Nice. Well, I think, yeah. I think places like that especially because COVID shut down mm-hmm. a lot of people wanting to go into huge crowded areas and all that. Right. Yeah. I think like small cocktail lounges mm-hmm. could be more comforting to people who yeah. don't want to go in big crowds of people and stuff like that, you yeah. know, because they're more laid back. For like, sure. There's a little bar in Meridian that we'll go to occasionally. And so a little more laid back, mm-hmm. quiet. I like that. For sure. Oh, the frontier or the Roosevelt, or the, or the Roosevelt right yeah. next to the frontier. The frontier is more of like an old dive bar, Yeah. yeah. but the Roosevelt's a little more, yeah. low key and me it didn't take the pandemic for me now to not want to be in crowds of yeah. people i don't know anyways yeah <laughs> i'm not a big fan of like going to clubs and bars and stuff oh, dude, like but da- i like to like go downtown have boys yeah the, i'm i didn't even like that when i was 21 yeah like, that's not my thing but uh i enjoy like a more low-key thing to go sit down have a drink and yeah i think those smaller like something like a cocktail lounge would be it's like right fun. down on the other street from the uh the frontier or whatever, I think. Mm-hmm. I think oh. it's on Idaho Street. Oh, yeah, so that would be really Is close. that Idaho Street? Yeah, I think okay. it's called. Yeah. Because those are on Broadway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've whatever. just never been a fan of like the whole bar scene, club scene. Like, I'm a brewery girl. I like see, I like, I like breweries too. Chill breweries. I, I love so. them. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I'm like... If I start to get drunk, then I'll be like, all right, let's go. Yeah, of I'm course. Not, I'm going to go act like I know how to dance or something. But, oh my God, he's got some cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I I prefer something a little more laid back. Yeah, of course. Like a brewery. Breweries are perfect. Oh, yes. 
Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, that's cool that you grew up here because that's pretty rare nowadays. Yeah, I'm born and raised. I yeah. love living here. That's great. I yeah. love the outdoors too. I'm, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. a big hunter, so I go hunting a lot really? and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, and this is a perfect place to live for that. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. I haven't been hunting in, gosh, eight years. Oh, shit. And we, me and Kevin were talking about wanting to get back into it this mm-hmm. last hunting season. Yeah. yeah. But it just didn't work out. I've got guns. Yeah. You do have a lot of those. Just need to like go kill some things yeah I love, I love well he, things. he actually got his his hunting license for the first time this year that's yeah, awesome this year. Yeah. you should go next i think well obviously it's too late but i think next year will be yeah. good i heard this year it's kind of just super crazy busy not a whole lot so yeah. i feel like next year's gonna be a little better i would yeah. love to get back yeah. into it I, I and i like the idea of being able to have your own meat at, at your house you yes know, and not have to rely on especially like with another thing with pandemic mm-hmm. supply chain and all that yeah. shit that, that can be scary and i think we're fine i don't think yeah things are running out like they thought they were or people people thought it would but if that ever did happen it'd be good to have your own stuff yeah. like we started our own we started our garden this year in our yeah. backyard it's a tiny little garden but having those things out there tomatoes and stuff you can just go grab yeah and i don't even like tomatoes so i could care less but <laughs> the rest of my family does and it's cool to have that out there yeah. just to go grab you don't have to you don't have to go to the store it saves you a lot of money too when yeah. you have that meat and be a little mm-hmm. more self mm-hmm. self-reliant be able to take care of yourself and I, I actually i bought a deep freezer for my garage this year because i was planning on going hunting. oh shit you were and I didn't end up going hunting. So we, now we have a freezer with like a few random frozen things in it. It's but okay. I have it. So next year. Next I'm year. Hoping. I'm hoping. Yeah. And we got some opportunities from this podcast. People offered for us to go hunting. It just didn't, oh. didn't work out. Yeah. So we're going to have to hopefully next year yeah. we can set something Let's go get up. a moose. That'd be nice. I just want to get, I don't even, just a, just a deer with some meat on it. I'd be happy. Oh yeah. I got one two years ago. Last year I didn't go. I had too many fights. Yeah. And then we were going to go this year, but I had my fight. It just kind of mm-hmm. messed it all up and yeah. cutting weight. And I don't like to mispractice in fight camp. But next year, my dad's getting old anyway. We got to keep going while he yeah. can still move around as much. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. We yeah. do a lot of four-wheel hunting, but like I like to go walk around and yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, it all has its place. Yeah. <clears throat> all different kinds of hunting. I yeah. Mean, I've, I've shot deer from pretty much not the truck, but getting I, out I of the truck. I know what you mean. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. Which that's nice too. <laughs> that's the best. But road hunting. <laughs> yeah. Well, I used to, I used to work on a ranch and I had access to a lot of private property with a lot of deer. So it was, it was almost, it wasn't even hunting. Like I got you. I knew where they were. Mm-hmm. I worked on that property. So like I knew this evening down by that Creek, they're going to be hanging out. And sure enough, you drive right up and get out in the pasture and get one. But I also think there's, like the search, the hunt has its place as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting. <clears throat> but yeah, we were both thinking about getting into bow hunting this year, but that didn't happen either. <laughs> yeah. It's just too expensive. I'm going to, I'm still going to, cause yeah. that's, that's really what it, I, I don't know. To me, it sounds so appealing. Cause for one, be able to walk out in your backyard and shoot every mm-hmm. morning. It's just therapeutic. Yeah. yeah. But then like applying, like, like when do I get to apply the skills I learned, you know, like yeah. as being a sniper, like on deployments again. Like, am I going to go stalk people? Like, that sounds really weird. Like, I'm going to go stalk people around Boise, you know? Like, or who are you, Dexter? Yeah, Dexter. But like, you do fun. look like him. Oh, Jesus. I hope not. <laughs> no, he's trying. Don't look, don't look like a midget? <laughs> no. <laughs> he's got that, that weird shaped, oh, I shouldn't have said that, head. Um, I always feel like Dexter looks like the bigger version of Peter Dinklage. <laughs> Maybe a little. Anyway, <laughs> have um, you have you even watched? They have a new season of that. I now. have not. Dexter. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have Showtime. I don't either. So. I don't either. But no, I think it'd be cool to just apply those skills again and just go like stock some shit because you really got to be very intricate when it comes to bow hunting versus you know. Oh, not, absolutely. You have to be closer. Everything. Yeah. 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 You you know you want to you don't want to smell like a human being. You, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I don't know. you want to piss on yourself. 
your business. It's kind of hot. No. Um, no, yeah, it'd be cool. Um, so yeah, maybe we'll get into it. Maybe next year we can get back yeah, into yeah. it. Yeah, do it. I'd like to. Boom. I guess we can wrap this up since we haven't gone about an hour. Okay. Um, just trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to bring up. I mean, hmm. we could bring up everything. Like, um, I mean, world we, hunger. We have touched on shit. a lot of things. We touched on we did good. Steven Seagal, Chuck Norris, and Jean-Claude Van Damme. So we got our like 90s yeah. heroes out of the way. We at least learned, learned one thing about each one of them. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Huh. I didn't know he was from Belgium. Sure is. <laughs> the, they used to have a, he used to have a nickname that was like the... I don't remember what it is. Sorry. I fucked it up. Way to go. It wasn't like the... It was like... I was going to say the Belgian Brussels or something. Or like oh, the muscles. muscles from Brussels. Muscles from Brussels. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was JCVD. That's <laughs> funny. Yeah. Oh, shit. But anyways, um, so before we do end, if you want our listeners to find you, where can they find everything you're doing and support you? Um, you can follow me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Instagram. Uh, Riley Martinez and Instagram's Riley Rad Martinez. Just check me out, or you can come check me out at the gym. Yeah, Combat Fitness, Combat Fitness SBG. You can always come watch me work out. Yeah, train. Yeah, it's fun. Awesome. <laughs> well, I appreciate you coming on and doing this. Thank this you. I'm glad we finally made it work. Yeah, it was perfect. Thank you so much for <clears throat> making it work. Oh, it's, yeah. We yeah. we used to do this on Sundays. That okay. was like our day to do it, and then we switched it to Mondays because mm-hmm. of schedule with kids and stuff. Yeah. So it was kind of nice. Down perfect. Nice yeah. to hang yeah. out on a Sunday and do this. Cool. So. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Bye.